Welcome to the Jacked and Happy Podcast. Today, we're talking with Aram Texador, a U.S. Army veteran, born and raised in Puerto Rico, 10 years experience working with a diverse range of athletes, including MLB, ITTF, NFL, Puerto Rican Olympic Committee. He was performance coach for the New York Mets and Seattle Mariners. And we got into a lot of, lot of subjects here today. We talked about plant medicine, his struggles with uh, anxiety and how he overcame that. And it was just a really, really good conversation. Now he has a business where he's going around doing cold plunges and saunas and working the pools where they grab huge bricks and they go to the bottom of the pool and they run around. It's crazy. The guy's an animal. He's awesome. And I'm excited for you to listen to this conversation. And as always, stay jacked and happy. Welcome to Jacked and Happy. I'm Elliot Schwartz, whiskey lover, bacon eater, real estate investor, and a big kid at heart. I'm bringing you epic conversations with everyday people doing legendary things who are just as successful as they are happy. Let's freaking go. All right, I just I just started it and stopped it because I had to get the 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 rolling arm on in, in, in Texas name. I call him Tex, but his name is Autumn Texador. And um He's just an awesome dude. Um, we met on Johnny El Sasser's Wild Man trip, and I connected it with him right away. He's just like one of the most humble guys and a badass. Like he was running this course and hitting all these targets, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I was in the army," and he's just like super humble. And I've been watching this journey. He has this awesome business where people do hot, pl- a hot, um, hot saunas and cold plunges, and he's training all these crazy trainings underwater, holding bricks and. Um, a high performance uh, trainer. So, um, dude, thank you so much for coming on, man. I'm I'm super pumped to hear your story today. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I appreciate you uh, for having me. Heck yeah, man. So we started the podcast off with just a couple easy questions. But um, one, what is your definition of happiness? Uh, I feel like uh, I I think happiness, uh, I mean, obviously, it's like relative to everyone. But uh, I feel like for me, it's like, be able to um do like i guess on a daily day all all your responsibilities in an efficient manner mm. but at the same time uh having uh, enough time and energy to share you know with your, the love your love with you know your loved ones so family friends um so i feel like um i'm, I'm very like family centered so I, I feel like having uh, time, quality time with your family or maybe friends that are very close to you um, and still have energy, you know, that energy, you know, go to work, come back. Um, I think that's fulfillment and, and happiness uh, in my life. That's so good, dude. And I love I love I love that you use the word fulfillment. And a lot of people have been giving that word. And I do think um, <clears throat> happiness is kind of like a superficial term for fulfillment. And uh, I love that family and friends and like, that's your priority. And even like being efficient and like being productive too is I think, um, I think that's a real, real big piece of being happy is being up to stuff and growing. And um, I think you nailed it, dude. So I love that answer. And secondly, um, I, so Jack is like, it's not like Jack, like, ah, oh, but it's like, Hey, you know, I want to be excited about life. And what is, um, so the next question for you is, what are you most excited about? What are you most jacked about for this upcoming year? 
it can be anything personal, professional, anything you anything that comes to mind. Uh, personally, or just in general, general. Yeah, anything, yeah. Business, okay. It could be anything, yeah. Um, for me, it's like uh, I keep seeing a shift in health and wellness. Mm. Um, I, I feel like people are shifting to more holistic approaches because um, they're noticing that um you know the traditional i guess health system or approaches are not sustainable long term and uh all this science and and that has been a lot of people have been doing it in different countries for the longest time and also like a lot of if you look back like in different countries like the native of you know they used to do a lot similar approaches um are being are, are key for optimal health And now, like, there's a shift toward those approaches. So um, the more I interact with people, the more I'm in touch, you know, like, helping people through what I do, I see, like, they just want to, like, continue that because there's no need for, like, pharmaceuticals or any traditional medical intervention. And they seem to be happier, you know, and more, I guess, uh, healthier, feeling more happier, healthier and stronger than ever before. I love that, man. I love that. And I, so I worked in the medical industry for eight years and in, in calling on hospitals and stuff. And man, I'm telling you the last place you want to be is in a hospital for anything. Yeah. And unless you're like shot or stabbed or a car accident, you know, like I will not be going to a hospital for, <laughs> for anything. And I, I totally agree with you, man. I think, um, you know, I just feel like we are responsible for our health and the accountability of ourselves to do that. And I, I, um, I love that trend as well, man. I think it's, um, I think it's everything, you know, it's mental health, it's physical health. And and when you're doing the right things, it, it all is all synergistically will make you feel so much better, dude. So I'm, I love that. That's what you're excited about. And obviously that's what you're passionate about with your business. So um, that, that's, that's cool. Well, um, dude, we talked for like 30 minutes before, or actually like 20 minutes before the call, and it was so good. I wish I was recording, but tell me a little bit about your past and and like how you got to where you are today. Yeah, so uh, I'll try to give it short. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay, man. We got time. It's all right. Let it rip. Yeah, so so uh, I was born uh, in Puerto Rico. Um, my uh, so born, I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. And um, about like when I was eight years old, I lost my father. Um, he was a professional baseball player. And um, he uh, unfortunately, uh, well, he had like a little like woman in his life. Um, so he, you know, in that era, in the mid 80s, uh, there was AIDS was, was you know, Get, there was a lot of cases of AIDS, and but there was like not too much information about it. So unfortunately, he got like sick, sick with that, and then mm. um, he got to the point that um, he didn't want to. He didn't want to take any. He got some medication, but he got to the point that he didn't want to like take any more medication because he want to like keep the family suffering. Yeah. So he's like, I'm gonna let God, you know, whatever God wants to do with me, I'm okay with that. So wow. he quit 
taking medications for like um i don't know a couple of years uh and then like in may march 28 1992 he passed away um so that was like a traumatic event for me yeah and you said you're uh, around eight years old yeah I, i just turned like five days before eight wow um uh, and then so i stay uh so i was raised then with my mom and then my uh two sisters i'm the middle one and um and my father figure was my grandfather my father's father um so he took charge of me uh for like anything that was like sporting wise um and then my my mom she, so she had to like you know go to work full time um so and me growing up also like um there was like a lot of like generational trauma in my family mm. so so my mom was in a process of healing also and and find you know finding a way to heal But in that in that t period of time, you know, while she was like healing, a lot of like mistakes were done, and you know, like you know, me and, and you know, as a kid, so I I pay some of those mistakes, you know. Um, so I, you know, I grew up, and then I went to uh, graduated from high school. Uh, I went to college one year, only one year, but I wasn't like too much into school, and I I went to the army. And I, I served for a couple of years and, you know, trying to figure things out, you know, I tried different jobs, uh, the, the army, uh, it was a good experience for me. It didn't work out like, uh, like I wanted to, because I still, I have a lot of like stuff in me that I was trying to like find out by myself sure. and, unco and unconsciously since I didn't have like a male role model, um, there was like a lot of like behaviors that I had, um, that were not healthy mm -hmm. i guess in a way you know uh was like very hard-headed uh i didn't have respect for authority you know mm -hmm. a lot of stuff like that and then you know like you don't have like a figure to that gives you you in order or whatever then you're not gonna like do that when you're outside in the world like either your boss or, or you know whatever the case may be right um so i i had like a lot of like confrontation you know i was very confrontational uh and you know like the military is all about you know order <laughs> and, line. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly so yeah. uh but you know but I, i served you know it was a good experience um it taught it taught me a lot and then after that i got out i worked in a prison for like three years um so that was like between the army and working in the prison i felt like that was like more trauma on top of trauma mm. you know um uh, But at that time, I wasn't aware of anything, you know, like I'm saying it now because like I'm aware now, but before I wasn't aware. And then uh, I, I worked in the federal prison for like three years. I went to uh, then I wanted to like work in, in strength and conditioning and train athletes. So I went I moved back to Puerto Rico and went to college and got my degree. But I, when I started like looking at as in a career, I started noticing uh like behavior patterns in my work environment yeah um, and also my relationship with females mm. so um because i was like all for example we like i had like not girlfriends but you know like girls that i dated yeah um, sometimes i felt like like if they get like very close to my personal space 
I feel like awkward. I didn't know what what it was that because I I like them back and you know, but um I don't know. It just feel like awkward and and I I didn't know what it was and and sometimes when let's say if, if if the relation didn't work and we end up breaking up or or you know whatever happens that we didn't keep going, um I I, I fall into like very depression. Like I'll get very insecure um mm. and, and I, I don't know why and then it took me like until i was like 30 maybe i think like 32 or 31 that i became aware of that i was mm. like i broke up with a girl and i was like why every time that i break up with a girl i i feel like this and i was like i don't you know and that's when my, actually my journey started because i know like at that time i was like there's something up with me mm. you know Like, I don't know why do I have to feel like this way. Right. And then also same thing with my jobs. I was getting like a lot of like good opportunities, you know, working with like, um, you know, MLB players, NFL, um, um, and a time that I was in San Diego, um, you know, Olympic athletes. And, but I felt like, I, I felt like I was always upset. I felt like I didn't fit in. Um, You know, like just stuff like that. Like, yeah, um, I, I always felt like somebody was. I always was look like looking over my shoulder, like on guard, and and I I don't know why it was that. And then I always like let's say uh, I get like a feedback, a negative, uh, some kind of feedback that is, um, how you call it, um, not a critique, uh, like a positive critique. How you call yeah. it? Yeah, uh, a compliment. Or not uh, a compliment when when um the, the like a good it, review a good review no but when it's not positive when it's negative so you can fix it oh um, uh feedback yeah yeah something like that so yeah. let's say I have something to fix in my 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 job or whatever the way yeah. I approach it or whatever case may be yeah uh, then I start thinking that I'm failing that I'm not good enough mm. you know and I, it might be that that the minim the minimal thing but I yeah. make a like huge Yeah, I can relate uh, to that, man. Yeah, so uh, and then I thought like next day, like when I go to back to work, I'm thinking they're gonna fire me, uh, but I didn't know where all this was coming from. I was aware of it, but I don't know why. Um, so that's when I started like seeking out help because mm. I was like, I need somebody like to tell me like what's going on here. Yeah, and then I remember like the first psychologist that I went to uh, in Puerto Rico um so you know they always go back to the root like how was your childhood and everything yep so he helped me start connecting the dots and obviously like the first thing was um you know my well the trauma of my father passing away and then also uh my relationship with my mom mm -hmm. um so that was like the, the main root cause um because uh You know, especially with like girlfriends, if if I, it's kind of hard. You don't have like a close relationship with your mother, you know, that you're gonna have it with other women. The same yeah. and vice versa from yep. like a girl and a father. So so that's when I became aware. So I gotta start fixing my relationship with my mom. My mom, um, and I remember like he he told me like, well, you gotta sit down with her and you just gotta like talk it out. Like you gotta like talk about everything, and that was like the hardest conversation of my life just sitting down and bless you uh 
Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that was like the the hardest conversation I had ever in my lab. Like the first time I sat down and talked with my mother. Wow. Uh, for me, it was like because uh, I never de developed that type of uh, communication with her. So that was like the, the hardest thing ever for me. So you were sitting down and talking to her, or were you? Talking yeah, about I, her? Oh, yeah. No, like no. You... So one one time I was in the house. I was like, "Hey, mom, I like I need to talk to you." And then when I sat down, I'm like, I, I don't know. It was so for me. It was like so uh, difficult, but I but I did it. You know, the, the things I did it, and I said the things the way you know, the the way they came out, and yeah, you know, that was like my first step. Um, how did she how did she take it? Was she open to hearing it or was yeah it, yeah okay yeah yeah uh, and and at, at that time uh, I didn't I found I felt like a little bit of relief but yeah when I asked questions uh, at that time um, I was expecting an answer and the answer she gave gave me is not the answer that I was looking for. Mm. So, so through like a couple of years later, I, I learned that that's her truth. And I kind of changed it, you know, it kind of be what I want. The answer that I want is like, that's, that's her truth. So I got to accept that and keep right. moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, that was like my, I guess my, like my first couple of steps on that, like the healing journey and, 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 and trying to solve whatever was going on with me. Um, and then, you know, a couple of years passed by, uh, uh, where was it? Like, uh, in 2000, I think in, I don't know if you remember like 2017, like Hurricane Maria hit pretty bad, bad Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? So, so after, so I was without power in my house, like for four months. Wow. And at the beginning of the year, I was like, well, like we got, I remember in December, the hurricane was in September. We got the power back in uh, Christmas Eve. And when we got the power back, I was like, well, I'm looking for flights for January because I need to get out and, you know, like, yeah, you know, I need to Find do something, something else. Yeah. yeah. For a little bit because it's been too stressful in here. Um, so I go, excuse me. Um, so I go to uh a a a fitness mentorship in san diego with todd durkin i don't know if you ever heard about him um mm -mm. uh, so he has a he's like a he's a fitness owner gym owner and also uh he's like a motivational speaker and I, i've been following him for a couple of years and i go to his mentorship it's uh it's for fitness gym owners so they talk about like entrepreneurship marketing sales, you know, within the fitness industry. Yeah. And um, on the last day, it was like an extra day for 10 people. And you have to like pay a little bit extra to stay there. Um, and it, it was called the power of 10. So everybody had like uh, 45 minutes to talk about whatever they want. And it, everybody else will give them feedback. Yeah. So... So I'm like, uh, so I was like, maybe like the third one, actually, before I get into this, I had a friend, a chiropractor friend. One time uh, I was having like very like mid back pain, like in my thoracic spine. Yeah. And I, I didn't know what, where was the, that, that was coming from. And a friend that is chiropractor, a chiropractor, one time he's adjusting me and he's trying, he's trying to like uh, palpate on my, on my T-spine. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's trying to like palpate. He's like, like, 
your mid back doesn't like move, you know, it's just solid, like it doesn't go down. So you're like super tight in the area. I'm like, well, I, you know, I don't know what it is. And, and he was like, well, I think what it is, but I'm not going to tell you because you're not going to believe me. And it's like, well, just tell me like what it is. Well, there's this, there's emotional pain that reflects that physical pain. So I was like, you know what? Like, don't come with that, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're doing woo, your... that woo-woo stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, but then I, it got stuck in my mind, and I Google it, and then when I when I when I search, uh, I found like a, it's called the emotional pain chart, and it has different points in the body, uh, and that specific area, uh, the meaning, or I guess the the emotion, it was lack of love. Mm. And then I was like, well, there's, there's no way that can be, it's too much coincidence, you know? Yeah. And then, so I was like, well, all right. So I got, it might be true. It might be not, I don't know. Yeah. But then going back to the the mentorship that I went. So when we're in that day, I'm like the third person to talk and I'm, I'm thinking while waiting my turn, it's like, well, I don't know what I'm going to talk about because I'm just starting my business. I don't have like that many clients. Um, so, and they, they talk a lot about sharing your story. Yeah. So I was like, I, I don't know. I'll just talk about myself and, and see, you know, where it goes. So I, I started talking um, and I make a connection with Todd because with Todd, uh, he said that his father passed away like a month prior that my dad passed away. Mm. So I made the comment and then I kept like talking a little bit about my father. And then, um, so I said at one point, um, I, I always ask God to give me like, like an opportunity to have a conversation with my father that wow. I, that I wanted that. And then, so when, when I said that he, he stand up from his chair and he sits next to me, and he looks at me at the eye and he's like, but he's like very close to my face, you know? Yeah. And he's like, so what, what would you tell him? Oh my, like at that point I, I lost it. Like I couldn't like speak. I was crying for the first time, like for 30 minutes straight. Wow. Uh, and, and it was like, I, like, I never cried like that before because it's an emotional crying. It's not like for pain or, you know, like right. you're just, you're letting go emotions. Yeah, years, and, years of bottled up emotions. Yeah. So and, and it was I was it was very intense. Like I couldn't like speak for like 30 minutes, just crying and crying and crying. Wow. Uh, and and after that day, like my back pain started getting better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy so, cow, dude. Yeah. So that was like one of like like the next next step i feel like in my journey like or i guess my i i feel like talking to my mother was like the first big step and then yeah. this one just that crying like that on that day it was like my my second biggest step yeah for sure. um and then you know so i i i i'm talking more of my personal than my professional but no this is great man uh, this is great because so many people deal with you know depression and and I feel like men in particular are so it's so hard for men to communicate feelings and um this is great dude so just keep going this is awesome <laughs> okay so and then i found out about another retreat it's called the crucible project uh this one is more like a christian retreat and yeah. I, I heard i heard it once on 
Do you know, uh, I think his name is Jason Wilson. He's out of uh, Detroit. He has like a, mm-hmm. like a martial arts academy and okay. uh, he specializes in, in black boys uh, that are either fatherless or something like that. Mm-hmm. So through martial arts, he shows, he teach them like uh, about emotional control most than anything. Uh, and uh, so I, I bought his book. It's called Cry Like a Man. Yeah. Um, and then I read it, and I in that in that book he mentions that retreat. It's called the Crucible Project, and he said that that was like the first retreat that he went that actually he felt like he could release a lot of his emotions and and pain. Yeah. So I look it up, and I was like, well, I'm I'm heading there, you know. It's like let's let's try it, you know. Yeah. So I so I went uh I went there. Uh, I think it was in Connecticut. I I, I don't remember. It might be, I think it was in Connecticut. Um, and then uh, that was April 2018, um, which it was good. You know, um, I, I was able to like release a lot. Uh, their dynamic can scare a lot of people away the way they do it. Yeah. But it, it's, not, it's a very unique approach, you know, the way they do it. But I mean, it, it, it was good. Um, some, for some people work, like everything, some people, others don't. Yeah. Um, but, Dude. you know, like I was... Yeah, um, I was just going to say, like, <clears throat> uh, you're just jumping from like event to event and you're just like you're just seeking like the help that you need. Right. I think that's really cool to just point out is like, I mean, it probably was like uncomfortable a little bit to like book these trips and like go from like all these like different experiences. And um, I think it's, that's just really cool that you do that, man. Was it hard? Was it like financially hard to do it or was it like? I'm investing in this and like, there's no way I'm not going to do it. Like how was, how was, um, how was that like making the decision to go to all these events? Was it easy for you? Well, uh, for me at that time, I, uh, I moved back. I was living again in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was staying with my mom for a little bit. Um, uh, and I, I was fortunate enough to have like one of my best friends. Uh, he offered me a, um, like a space, to start training athletes and he yeah. didn't charge me he didn't charge me for like two years oh nice um, so everything that was i was making um it Just was like up. Yep. yeah it was clean uh, yeah. and i was taking advantage of that like well you know i'm i'm my own uh boss so i can like take take this weekend stuff and and just yeah. invest that in that um which you know like i feel like i was like very proactive i've been yeah. very proactive in that in, in that kind of stuff absolutely uh, and um, cause you know, I was like trying to get in a place that I feel because I never like saw the light at the end of the tunnel. I was mm. like, well, I'm tired of being this like this spot. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, um, I feel like sometimes you gotta like be in that in that in that spot too, so you can like later on appreciate stuff more. You know. Yeah, for sure, man. No, I just I was just curious. Like, yeah, I was just curious because it just seems like uh, you know. It, it can be hard to invest that much money in all these different events. You yeah. know, and I was just, I just wanted to touch on that. Cause I just think it's really cool how you were just like relentlessly seeking, you know, the help that you needed. So I, I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt, but um, I was just, I thought that was really cool that you're doing that. So. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people that they can get to a successful level. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I guess, relative uh, to everybody, but let's say, uh, money-wise, uh, 
even though they have like a like a traumatic background yeah uh and they still have to like healing stuff but i feel like it's it's very important i feel like to do the investment even though you get to that point that you're successful because there's people behind you you know behind you that if you don't fix yourself first you're gonna like transfer all that you know to your kids mm. or whatever they may be yep so yep so it doesn't matter like like how good you are there's gonna i mean you know there's always room to improvement 100 so 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 for me it's been like well i don't have kids yet i'm working on that i got married last year um so i, I i'm trying to cut, cut the break the cycle yeah so that's why I'm, I'm trying to do like all these things i guess in a kind of like short period of time yeah um but yeah i mean for me it's an investment you know i i very i i've been always been very um open to spend money to whatever is gonna like make me growth yeah you know even even if it's like either professionally or just personally yep um so you know i continue like you know that journey and then uh um, when was it like maybe 2019 December? well actually no i i had my business in puerto rico for like three years my like a gym training athlete but i was still like like my anxiety was like bad well at that time i didn't know it was anxiety mm -hmm. I, I didn't have like a diagnosis but you know like let's say if, if you came to my gym and I was like uh, interested in my services and then for some reason uh, you didn't, you couldn't afford it at that time or, you know, whatever the case may be, I, I was like taking that very personal mm. and, and just not making one sale will disrupt the rest of the day for me. Mm. And, and then I will treat my current clients badly or not. I mean, not badly, but you know, like you get that, bad vibe and yeah. pessimism, pessimism and you know people can sense that absolutely uh so um you know so yeah, that just threw me off and just different little things like that that uh for the people without like anxiety can see see it like another whatever what some minor during the day i see it like a, like like a huge thing you know and but i didn't know what was causing that yeah. Um, so it came to the point that I was like so overwhelmed that in fall 2019, I decided to, you know what, I'm going to finish the year and then I'm going to close it off. You know, I, I close the business wow. and I, I, I was hired by the New York Mets, um, in December, November, 2019 and February, 2020, um, I went to sprint training and uh, in sprint training, it was about like three weeks before COVID started. Yeah. And then by then they stopped the season. They sent everybody home. Uh, I stayed in Miami with a friend. I didn't want to go to Puerto Rico, uh, you know, go to my mom's house and then get COVID and then get her like with COVID. Yeah. So I was like, I'll stay in Miami for a little bit. And then I kind of liked it over there. So I, I decided to stay in Florida. Um, and then I was like, well, so uh, we were working online, sending all the athletes, the baseball players, their program, workout programs. We follow up like weekly, like calling them if they needed anything, how's workout, how's family, everything. Um, 
and you know that was pretty pretty much like the whole year so yeah. since i was i was having like more i guess free time i was like well let's let's work on this mental stuff um because i i want to know like you know uh i want to like you know finally do something so i decided to go to the va hospital in miami mm. and i went went to uh the mental health uh, department i was like hey you know i want a diagnosis um and no actually they they at first they, they sent me pills i'm like well i don't want to like take any pills until i get a diagnosis right so they'll, they'll give you pills for anything um it was like uh, wow they'll just it? send you pills without even seeing you or yeah, hearing you and wow yep yeah, you're just telling oh, I'm feeling sad, depressed, and I'm like, just take this, and that's like unlimited supply of mm. whatever. That if that doesn't work, they'll give you another one. Wow. Uh, so I was like, well, I want to like that was summer 2020, or yeah, like July or August 2020. I was like, I want to like get like a diagnosis or a mental health evaluation. So I finally got the evaluation, and they diagnosis with they diagnosed me with uh, major depression disorder, um, generalized anxiety. And on, there was one, it says, unspecified trauma disorder. Mm -hmm. um, so they cannot like tell exactly what it is, but they know there's something, yeah. which I'm, I'm guessing is my father's death. Uh, so there's that. Um, so finally, I got my diagnosis. So I was like, all right, so now what I know what I'm dealing with. I can look for something specific to work with. Um, so I started, I had like a therapist uh, for a little bit online and he was like, uh, he was good. You know, he was very proactive. Cause one of the things I, I have like, it's kind of hard working with therapists because a lot of, I feel like a lot of them are just listening to you for like an hour. And then they're like, oh, all right, time's up. I'll see you next week. Yeah. You know, and, yep. and, but like, there's some good ones that they're like proactive and they're like, they guide you and like, hey, can you at least go run for 20 minutes, two times a week this week? And then mm. next week they'll give you something else, you know? Um, so I feel like uh, that that helped me, you know, giving me like a little like assignments throughout the week. Yep. Uh, and um, so I continue that, which helped me you know, like uh, for some time or a little bit. Um, then uh, I met uh, a couple months after I met my wife. Um, and then like three months after we started dating, we had like a fight where she did some stuff that I saw was triggering my anxiety. Yeah. So I, so I have to like tell her like, you know, like this is going on with me. So I ask you to like be more mindful of like some sometimes the language you use or or whatever mm -hmm. um so you know um so she understood uh it's something new to with for her so she he kind of like sometimes uh i gave her like articles and stuff so she can like know what it's like you know to deal with somebody you know um and then um after, after a couple months um I, I got tired of Miami, so I, I I got a job in that was 2021 already. So I moved to Orlando, um, and I I don't know what I was googling that. No, it was in YouTube. I I saw a, a video of Bedros Julian, 
and I was like, I saw the Mother Night Day Night project they they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, well, that sounds like something that I don't know, I can like you know get something out of you know. So I just went there um, <laughs> and I fell. <laughs> you know, like I only lasted like thirteen hours, but I was like super out of shape. You know. Yeah. Uh, they uh, I feel like I don't know that another subject but they should like counsel me better and they shouldn't they shouldn't like let me like go to that date that i went because i signed up like a week prior yeah and i haven't by that time i haven't done any exercise for like the last year and a half yeah so they should have said like hey you, you just gotta come like you just gotta wait like six months right and if you don't know the program it's like basically navy seal training like they're putting you through the ringer of like every physical challenge yeah. you can go through so for not exercising for a year and a half and then jumping into that it's not you're not set up for success for sure yeah so i went there and then you know i couldn't like complete it um so they were like well just get get ready and then come back you know yeah um so uh i left and through bedros i learned i learned about i heard about jo- uh, johnny yeah so i saw like the videos of the helicopter shooting everything i'm like mm-hmm. well because i you know i was like seeking to be more around men yeah you know because that's something that i never had and and one of the one of the reasons i left miami because i had like a many a lot of like high school friends or you know childhood friends and also from college but miami uh it's very easy to if you don't if you if, if you're not grounded you can lose yourself easily yeah you know like uh it's very super uh, very superficial you know yeah and you know like uh, i was like uh this that's why i moved because i was like well this is not what i'm looking for you know like and this is not the type of man i want to be around with right you know just looking for girls every time uh you know like uh multiple girlfriends or or just talking about money there mm. was like no conversation about like real stuff yep so i was like yeah i don't want to like be, be surrounded by by this and it was kind of sad because they'd be my friends all the time but like I guess that, that's it, that they took me until that point and I was like, well, you know, uh, I get, I need to get another circle. Yeah. Um, so, so when I met Johnny, uh, so I was like, well, I think this can be fun and I can like also grow a little bit more. Um, cause one of, one of the things also I felt like since I, I didn't have like a, a father figure, uh, I always, I, I kind of like always felt like less than other men when I was like with other men. I don't know. I felt like more immature or, you know, um, I don't know, awkward because I'm like, well, I don't know. They, they seem like everybody's so professional and the way they speak and yeah. their posture and everything. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel like um, I, I kind of have like a very youthful personality. That's why I guess you always see me like I'm like an adrenaline junkie. So I yeah. got to be like either running outdoors in the beach or doing something fun. So cause yeah. I'm like, kind of like playful like that yeah uh, but then when i well, sometimes i see everybody like other oh, men they're more serious and you know so it's like i always feel like more immature <clears throat> I, can re- uh, I can relate i'm i'm pretty uh i'm pretty i'm like a big kid too so like you know i can turn it on when i need I think to but maybe that's why we click <laughs> yeah 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 I, I prefer to i prefer to be out there having fun and doing fun things for sure man definitely yeah so 
yeah so i was like well you know it's always good to be like surrounded you know with other men and and you know the shooting thing i was like you know that's something that i done so uh it's a good combination you know yeah so i so you know so i went there um uh, oh and uh actually it, something interesting happened before that um before uh i went to that retreat where i met you uh i started working at a gym in orlando and i was talking to this um this guy in the gym just randomly I, we started talking and he was saying that um he organizes or the company he works for they do retreats in mexico and jamaica i believe it was and they get people like a lot of people with addictions and 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 you know mental health disorders uh to get uh find medicine you know therapy yeah but that's at, at that time I didn't, i didn't know what was plant medicine um you know psychedelics but he didn't use the word psychedelic um but he told me like you know people go they do like a week of treatment and when they come back they don't they don't want to smoke they don't want to like use any drugs they used to do and i was like uh have you guys have like any veterans because i told him i told him i have a friend a veteran that a friend that is a veteran because i didn't want to say it was for me <laughs> and, and uh he's like yeah we do veterans uh, with ptsd and all that kind of stuff and they heal from it i was like right well send me send me more info uh this this is my email and i pass it i, I pass it forward mm. uh but but that was about it i i he never like send that email so I was like well I don't know maybe he's trying to make money out of you know selling you know whatever yeah um so then I I went um I went to the retreat in Texas with Johnny yeah uh, and that's that's where we met uh and uh judge so he one day he's talking about uh breath work and and psychedelics and uh how like some people like heal from that, you know, from, you know, if they have depression, anxiety. So that was like my, I don't know, it was weird because it was like the second time in like three or four weeks that somebody mentioned the same stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, is this like something calling me or, or, you know, but, I, but same thing. I was like, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't think there's like nothing that natural that you can just drink and it'll like, change you you know yeah like, it like, seems a little too good to be true right like you know you're you're working years and years and years to like help yourself and then it's like oh yeah just drink this little plant over here and it'll solve all your problems it kind of yeah, feels like snake oil in a way for sure exactly. i can see that yeah so i was like uh the, i don't know about that but then like uh couple uh actually that retreat let me go back uh you know um do you remember like on the last day that I got like emotional? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that, that way I was like speaking with, um, uh, man, I forgot his name. Uh, uh, T was it TK or was it? No, not, not TK. Mike, Mike. No, I can't, I can't remember either. I can't remember. Um, but, um, I, one night, uh, I'm talking, uh, he got the, the big beard. Oh, um, uh, circle of dads i know his instagram yeah, i don't yeah, i don't know yeah. i can't remember his actual name <laughs> oh my god i couldn't believe like hey if you're hearing me sorry i forgot your name <laughs> but yeah so i'm 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 just talking to him and I, and he's talking to me about like hunting mm -hmm. 
you know, like uh, how, like the, the whole process, cause I wasn't raising that. So I was just curious about like the whole protocol. Um, and, and I felt like I was asking questions. I felt like a kid asking his, like a, my dad questions, you know, like kids, they ask, Hey daddy, what is this for? And then he kept, they keep asking questions and questions. Yeah. So, so I don't know, like I, when, when he was speaking on that day, like when we we're at the last day, I don't know. I got emotional because I felt like, like, uh, I don't know. I kind of like felt like he was like a, on that moment, like a father figure mm. for me, you know, cause he was like so happy to like tell me all about it. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, like, I, I never had that, you know? So, you know, it was like, uh, I don't know, just the, the emotions just came, yeah, came out of it. Um, which, you know, like, it's like little bits of like, still like, you know, healing cause you're still releasing stuff. Absolutely. Um, and then I guess like your true inner self starts coming out more instead, instead of, instead of having this, uh, armor on you. Yeah. You know, being able to be vulnerable, you know, uh, which a lot of people are scared of. Um, so, so that, that, that was like a, a good thing, you know, um, I feel like, uh, it, it, it was another step, you know, like I said before, uh, you know, that the journey and then, um, December, 2021, I'm watching at uh, seal team, uh, the, the TV show. And uh, there's like this, like towards the end of, of December, they have an episode where I think they're doing like an operation in Venezuela and one of the guys have like TBI um, or PTSD or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they take him to a like a psych- psychedelic place and they show like the journey or whatever so, so he can heal from it. Uh, so I was like, that's like the third time in a couple months that that you know, that subject comes up. Yeah. So I was like, well, I don't know if it's calling me or, or you know, like, it, I don't know. I don't know. It was just appearing oh, to me It feels everywhere. like it's calling you, dude, because I know, yeah. I know the, uh, I know what happens next. So yeah. Go, yeah. Yeah. So, and then in January, I'm, I'm working uh, with two professional baseball athletes. And I don't know, like, uh, for for some reason it didn't work out, uh, and both of them they stopped training, but they never pay me. Wow! And that triggered my anxiety like super, you know, um, and I was like super upset, and, and and I couldn't sleep or nothing, just stuck with that, you know. Yeah. And I couldn't like let it go because um, you know the anxiety that's what makes you do overthink and and hold on to stuff. Yep. And and at that time I got, I felt like so miserable, and I was like, I, I don't want to know anything else about this profession. I'm like, don't, I'm gonna like look to do to do something else. Mm. You know, after like 11 years wow. being a strength and conditioning coach, I was yeah. like, you know, like I, I don't, I, I just don't want to do it. Like I, yeah. I hate it. At um, the highest level too. I mean, you're training professional athletes. You know, yeah, like, you've made it to the pinnacle of that profession. Yeah, you're like. I, it's not working for me anymore. Yeah. Um, and it was cause the same thing, like when I closed my business, you mm-hmm. know, I was like getting so overwhelmed and triggered by, by minor stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was my income, so I guess it's not that minor, but yeah, you know, um, so, so in early February, I stopped training. I stopped training. I wasn't like doing nothing else. 
Um, I started like Googling when I was like younger. Some uh, there was a point in time that I, I was curious about uh, IT. So I was like, well, let's see what's out there. Maybe I can like go to school and get a course, a certification in that. And, yeah. you know, like technology, uh, like computers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like computer science, stuff like that. Yeah. So like uh, that's something that I, I, you know, I might I might do. Um, and then I want one time, sometime in Ferrari, I Google Jordan Peterson uh, to see what he has to say about psychedelics. Yep. So I found like a two-hour podcast. He's talking with Dr. Griffith. He's mm. a scientist at a John Hopkins University. Yep. And I believe he has. I don't know if he's in the U.S. or internet and worldwide he has the most research on psychedelics wow so when i'm listening to the the podcast i'm like blown away i'm like well there's no way that where this has been hiding all this time you know Mm -hmm. and i feel like the government's kept that from us you know because you know it's it just grow from trees so you know like yeah you're not making billions of dollars in a pill you know yeah yeah so i started research researching for a place that I could do that. And um and I found a couple of places, but they they do like big retreats, like 30, 40 people. Yeah. And it's like I feel like I want something more intimate. Mm-hmm. So I found like a place in Peru that they only do like six people retreat. Yep. Like, you know, very small. And and he's an actual uh clinical psych- clinical psychologist. Who's uh, leading it? Yeah, he's like the shaman. He's, yeah, he's uh, he's a doc- he has a, a a doctorate degree in psychology. Wow. Uh, with a specialty in you know in uh, psychedelics. Yep. So I I, I sent him an email and then he called me back. Uh, no, he emailed me back. Then we had like a Zoom call, and uh, so I was like, let's do it, you know, because uh, you know, like uh, yeah, I was like, let's do it. So I signed up for April. Two weeks after, I went back to um uh the modern day night project yeah um so they let me i went back i lost like maybe by then like 20 25 pounds i was still i was still a little bit overweight but i was like in a better condition yeah so unfortunately that those three days there was a cold front and then like at 3 a.m we were like doing uh you know, crawling in the in the mud. Um, it yeah. was raining. It was cold. Yeah. And and I got hi- hypothermia. Holy crap! Yeah. So they have they had to they tried to warm me up, but my 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 body temperature wouldn't increase. Wow. Yeah. So they they had to like take me to the hospital. Um, and then I mean I was fine after. Yeah. So I had to like I, I couldn't complete it. Uh, and then when I got back, I think I have a, a like a bacteria or something in the hospital. Yeah. That I was like two weeks after I was with um, uh, how you call that pneumonia? Yeah. In your lungs. Yeah, in your lungs. Yep. Yeah. Um. So I was like with fever for like a week. Um. And then plus I was like I fall into depression. So it was like horrible. Like that whole month of March of last year. Yeah, it was like like the worst for me. Mm. Uh, that was like the lowest point in my life yeah and um you know i didn't i didn't know what to do it's like well i was just waiting for the psychological retreat i was like if this doesn't work i don't know what i'm gonna do with my life you know like um and at that time i already decided i don't want to do 
you know, like like I said, like the the training anymore. You know, I didn't want to train nobody, you know, athletes or regular clients. You know, non-athletes. Yeah. So I was like, so I just went to Peru and was like, well, let's let's see, you know, uh, what comes out of it. Yeah. Um, so I I just went there. Um, there was like seven of us. Um, you know, they went through the the like two hours before the ceremony, the first ceremony, we, they, they gather everybody and talk about like, what can happen if this happens, you know, like don't do this, do that, or, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, and that first night for me was like very like emotional. Mm. Um, it was like, uh, um, I had like a lot of visions. So I had like visions with my mother. Um, I felt love for my mother, un like unconditional love for my mother, something mm. I never felt like that before. Yeah. Um, um, I felt like at the moment that I just like, want to like hug her. Um, and it, it's very interesting when, how the medicine works. Cause when I drink it, so I drank the brew. Yeah. Um, and then I, well, everybody, it was like maybe 9.30 p.m. Mm -hmm. uh, we were like in a small room. And, uh, you know, you just drink everything. It's kind of like dark. You only have the light of the moon and maybe they light up a candle. Yeah. Um, and then you just sit, sit there and meditate. And then, at least for me, what I did, I just sat there. And then when I started fitting some feeling something i lay down in a like um a, a inflatable mat yeah yeah um so for me the first sign it was my my hearing so for me my hearing i don't know if you ever been in a, in a very quiet place that you can listen to a very low frequency like a beep. yep so i started like hearing that but it was like loud not loud that it was annoying, but it was like louder. Yeah. And the noise around me, it had like a filter. So it was like a, like a, it came like background noise mm. and, and, and that frequency was the main noise of the, in the whole room. Um, so, and then also I felt like, uh, like my body was very light, you know, and then I'm like, all right, this is this must must be it. So I just, <laughs> yeah, I just lay lay on my side. Yeah, and, and I just just waited to see to ha what happens. Um, and then I closed my eyes, and um, yeah, I, I didn't have like too much hallucination, but yeah. um, but I saw I had like visions with my mother, uh, where I was like hugging her, uh, like ask uh, asking her for forgiveness. For so many years of resentment. Yeah. Um, wow. And, and it was like just like pure love. I don't know, it's hard to describe, but you just feel like love. Yeah. You know, Did from, she... from inside of you. It's not like it's internally, not not something external. Do you did you uh, feel like she received your like like apology to her or like did you did it feel I, like I, I, closure? At that moment? It? Yeah. 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 So well. I haven't in two weeks I'm gonna go to Puerto Rico and see her and I'm gonna like yeah have that conversation. Oh wow. I, I yeah, I feel like that's I don't know, I feel maybe it's not, but I feel that it is 
the last thing to close the healing cycle. Yeah. Or, or the healing journey. For sure, man. Yeah. So, oh my God. So you're, you're, you're laying down, you're in a dark room, you're the plant medicines to totally kicking in and all you can feel is love for your mom. Un unconditional yeah. love. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of stuff happened in different phases. Yeah. Uh, Cause actually at the beginning, uh, before the visions, I'm just, I started yawning a lot, mm. but I opened the mouth very wide and I was like releasing a lot of air. There was, you could, I, I could hear other people that were, uh, purging. Well, you can purge different ways. I've heard that. Crying, crying yeah. screaming, yeah. uh, you know, vomiting. So I could hear like a lot of people start vomiting. I'm like, ah, I don't want to like vomit, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but if you moment, you're vomiting like energy. Yeah. I mean, even though stuff is coming out of your mouth, but it's not like like regular vomit that your your stomach is upset. That's part purging, you know, you're just cleaning yourself from the inside. Right. Wow. So so I was like yawning a lot. I don't know. Maybe I did on that night like two hundred yawns. I was yawning like for two hundred times. Holy cow, yeah, dude! Yeah, it, yeah. It was it was a lot, and, and um, I don't remember like the exact order of the events, uh. But um, yeah, I, I started like, I had that vision with my mom and then um, what else happened that night? I had like a lot of like uh, involuntary body movements. Uh, my, my body was just like, like shaking, not, not shaking, but it's like a, like a tick. Mm. You go like that. Yeah. You know, every now and then. Um, Whoa. And yeah, and after like, I had another vision with with a friend that like a long time friend that we were very intimate, but it was purely that. Mm. Um, and and after after like two hours, the ceremony was over. We went to the to everybody's bedroom, um, and we we did fasting for twenty four hours. So I was. Hungry, I had like a bag of, of uh, green grapes and yeah. I ate them all. I'm like, I'm so hungry. And then I went to sleep and it kicked in again when I went to sleep. Whoa. So start, yeah, so I started yawning a lot, uh, moving a lot. And at that time I had like a, a vision with my wife. She was my girlfriend still back then. Yeah. But I, but I saw like her face and there's this, uh, there's this flower, it's a small flower that you can you can see a lot in puerto rico i haven't seen it too much in the states i know there's some but i you don't see it as much as in like in puerto rico yeah um and he said it's a flower that has four petals like a kind of like an x or a cross something like that yeah and then when you pull it it has like a little string on the stem and if you pull the stem this that little string it has a a, a drop of uh, honey and you know, like kids, they when I was a kid, I used to pull it and just leave Dude, it. I had that in my backyard growing up. Okay, a honeysuckle. So, yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yep. So, so I uh, I saw a vision of my wife. It was like three dimensional, mm -hmm. and that flower appeared in front of her, and it was like spiraling, like in circles. Yeah. And and the the string came out with the drop of honey, and um, you know, so. At that time, I, I didn't have like a meaning for it. 
um, I think maybe like it was a signal that this is it, you know, like yeah. she's sweet, she's sweet, and you know, this she's for you or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah. So at that night, like I only got like two hours of sleep. Um, and then when I connected the dots, I feel like I have a vision with three different women, you know, like like my mom, that friend, and then my my now my my wife. Yeah. And I and I feel like my mom represented like the past because mm -hmm. i need like closure in the past yep uh and then the my friend it was like the present which i was like very into very many like superficial or i was for a time superficial um relationships yep and i feel like i needed like closure they just stop that you know meaningless sex or whatever yeah um and then my wife, which is like my, I, I feel like it was my future. Wow. So past, present, and future. Wow. Yeah. So That's yeah, cool. it, it, it was very interesting. Um, but then when I woke up, I remember I was like, I felt kind of like, because obviously the medicine was like off, even though the medicine stays on you, but you don't, you're not high or tripping. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was like, I woke up on like, I felt like kind of like depressed, like I, I've been before. Mm. So I was like, damn, like I feel like shit again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh so it's like I, I hope like this is not it, you know, like but then like uh they asked, uh, after the next day we did another ceremony. And uh this one was different, so every time is different. Yeah. Um so the second one was more like like physical like the first one was very emotional this one the second one was very physical so i drank the medicine and sitting there same thing same protocol it was the same initial uh uh feeling the, yeah. the hearing yeah um so i'm like all right so here we go again so i i i, I lay down and i after a couple of minutes i start getting like vertigo mm. so everything's like going around like I start panicking. I'm like, oh my god, I, can't, I don't want to like be like this, and and this is gonna be like that, like for like two, three hours. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. So I I I sat down. I was gonna call the shaman to help me out, but then I was like, well, he said, don't fight it. You just gotta like submit to it. Mm. And I came here for a reason, so let me calm down and just lay back down. So I was like, I kind of calm myself for a little bit, and then I lay back down. And then I started seeing like like a bunch of abstract figures and colors. Um, yeah, it, it went crazy after that. That lasted like maybe like three or five minutes. Mm -hmm. And then um, then I started that day. I had like a lot of like body movements. Like before, it was like kind of like my hips. Yeah. But this second day, it was like everything. Um, yeah, just kind of wiggling around. Yeah. Um, and then at one point I, I perched, I, I vomited. Yeah. Uh, and um, it felt like nasty at, at, at the moment. But after that, it, you feel like it's such a relief because mm. you're releasing like all that stuff. Yep. Uh, and then so at one point I'm, I, I'm, you know, just laying on my side and I just started like breathing heavy. And then, I mean, I don't even remember the sequence, but let's say, I started like taking deep breaths, like, and I'll do that for like, I don't know, 20, 30 seconds or more. Cause you, you lose kind of like the sense of 
time. Um, so I do that for a little bit and then my body will stop and it will get very, not weak, but um, when you're just hanging, like you have, like, how you call that? Um, Limp? Yeah, like you're just like, you're just like, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So my body will get like that and then I'll, I'll get straight again and start yeah. breathing differently. <laughs> faster yeah yeah, yeah. And, and then after like 30 <coughs> seconds i'll get like that again and then i'll get back up and then whoa the nose only and then it'll be like different patterns yeah and and but i wasn't controlling none of that you know like the medicine was like doing all that uh so it's like during the passenger seat and the the medicine is driving it drive in the driver's seat and had you done any breath work before? Like, were you trained in any breath work? No, this was just no. I this mean, was just happening. Yeah, I mean, I, I heard a little bit about it in yeah. in in seminars and stuff for for athletes, but yeah. I never done it myself. Wow. So I felt like I was like it felt like a very uh, primitive, very primal. You know, I felt like an ape. You know, <laughs> um, and I was like, well. At that time, because you know, like you're conscious about everything that's going on. It's, I'm not sure if it's that, because it's hard to explain. Yeah. But it it feels like, at a conscious level, when you take that medicine, you enter like a spiritual world. Something that you cannot see with your like right now how we are, you cannot see that or sense that. Right. You know, but when you take the medicine, it's like you're like you pass to another dimension wow and you, you can see stuff and you can hear stuff different you know everything's different yeah um so but you're still conscious about what's going on it's just like from a different i guess perspective you know or or yeah i don't know how to how to call it but when i'm going through those heavy breathing patterns i'm, I'm thinking what's going on you know like the, the brain i guess already knows how to do this yeah so it, it might be stored, that information might be stored in your brain and depending like what your body needs to either heal itself or survive from an accident or whatever, it'll trigger that breathing pattern mm. to maximize the, I guess, oxygen. Because uh, every system in the body works with oxygen. Yep. So, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's kind of hard to explain, but, you know, um so i was going through that breathing pattern and i'm like thinking like well what's going on you know um and then my body just flipped around and i was facing up and i'm just taking again like deep breath in a different way and then my body goes sideways again and it's just breathing different um and then after a while a while there's like a moment of like peace and i i just felt like happiness like just inner happiness but the happiness wasn't attached to anything it was, I just, I was happy because I was, I'm happy. You know, it was, it was, it, it was from my insight that I was yeah. happy. And just I was sense like, of think, being. Yep. yeah. And I'm thinking to myself at that point, like, wow, I guess that is the way that it was meant to be. Mm. You know, you're, you're happy because you're happy. You're, you're, you're alive. You know, it's not attached because you got a degree or you bought a car or you got a baby because you're supposed to be happy. Mm. Uh, and, and and also for like this 
uh, the, the ayahuasca, it has like a, that's why they call it the mother plant because it has like a feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And, and you can feel like, it feels like, like a grandmother or a mother um, nurturing you. You know, you just feel it. It's like a female energy. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain, but it just feels that way. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, so I went through that breathing. Um, I, I kept shaking. Um, and um, there's like, so the shamans, it's interesting because they, there's intervals, they play music and they play drums and stuff. And, and they play with the smells also. So they play with all your senses mm. and they know like th- those intervals are meant to be for a purpose. So sometimes I remember they start burning a lot of like tobacco or yeah. maybe pa- Palo Santo. Okay. And they burn a lot. So that's, that also, that triggers a lot of like vomiting. So there's a phase on that, that's for, for cleansing. And they're saying like, and they, they want to trigger that. So you can start and, and you can hear everybody like almost at the same time, they start vomiting or, or, you know, like maybe crying or something because they're trying to trigger that. Mm. Um, and then they might use, uh, I don't know if you heard about Florida water. Mm-mm. It's like a cologne uh, made with flowers and it has like very like floral scent. Yeah. Um, so when they do that, also it gives you like a peace kind of, you feel that peace. So they, they, they play these different music, uh, types and, and, and playing with the smells and everything and different intervals throughout the, the ceremony to trigger different things, you know, either more a peaceful moment or, you know, like I said, like a release of like purging a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. And then, uh. Towards the end, um, I, I didn't have no visions in, uh, at that time. Um, I just felt like happy and love, like towards the end, you know. And then when the ceremony was over, um, I I got up. Everybody left to the room. I, I felt like super sick, so I threw up like in, on my way to the room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and then that was it. Uh, I, I didn't have no more visions in the bedroom, but I was like, I couldn't fall asleep. Um, and then, yeah, that was it for Peru. Um, and since then, so I haven't, I haven't felt depressed since April last year. That's incredible, dude. With, with, with over like 10 years dealing That's with it. Incredible, man. And yeah, I, this is a, a little bit of a longer podcast, but I think it's so important because, um, it really showed your whole journey. I mean, you're dealing yeah. with this issue for so long, right? And, and you halt, you saw these little signs away and you were you're going to different things and trying all these different things and 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 sometimes success and healing and you know our, what we're trying to get out of life is not linear sometimes it's not from a to b sometimes you got to go here here yep. here 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 and all these different little things in your life that led you to something that really worked for you and i think that's so powerful for people listening is like it gives them hope of like oh maybe it feels like nothing's working maybe it feels like you can't find your purpose maybe it feels like you know your 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 health you can't get healthy or your mental health i mean so just to hear your journey um from all the different events you did and then you finally get to the place where you're supposed to be and maybe all those things where you're supposed to be there too all those steps along the way but to find something that like really worked for you 
is so powerful, dude. I mean, thank you so much for sharing that. And from that, I know that led you to like breath work and then to your current business. And, and, um, and he does like this amazing sauna and cold plunge and all this like stuff. And, And tell me a little bit about your business and kind of what you're doing now. Yeah. So, so, uh, from that ceremony, uh, the breath work, I felt like the medicine was showing me a, a way to heal myself. Yeah. But, but it, it was also showing me a way to heal and help others. Mm. So when I got back from Peru, I started like researching more in, in, in breathing, you know, uh, and breath work. Yeah. And, um, and I found like, uh, I found, uh, I, I, I started reading. I found this um, certification program. I don't know if you heard about XPT um, out of um, you know who's Lert Hamilton, the big wave surfer. Um, I have heard the name, but I don't know the story much. So, so uh, yeah, so I, I I heard about them before, but you know I wasn't into this. And uh, they have like a breathwork certification, and they do also like underwater training. They do the the sauna and the ice bath. Yeah. So, so I took their certification, um, and I through the through the breath work, um, the breath work for so the plant medicine, the ayahuasca, kind of led me to the br- breathing, and I felt that healed me. And then the breathing led me to the cold plunge or mm. the ice bath, because uh, the the breathing is what helps your response when you're in the cold. Right. Yeah. So if you can, if you can control your breathing, you can control your your mind, and then you can you can stay uh, in the cold for whatever period it is. And and I feel like the cold, um, the cold is about like acceptance because you're gonna control the cold. Yeah. So the cold sh- taught me how to accept my father-in-law, mm. um, and then just to breathe through it and let it go Yep. and move forward. Um, so I went to, uh, yeah. And then in the summer I got married and, and I wanted to learn more about like these holistic approaches. So, uh, they, so they do a retreat, um, XPT. So Larry Hamilton, his wife, Gabby Reese, they do a, a incredible, like uh, wellness, wellness retreat. It's called the, uh, XPT experience. Yeah. Um, so I went there for like four days, I think, and, and they, you know, they taught, they, we learned, I learned about like, you know, underwater fitness, like, uh, cold and cold and heat exposure. Yeah. Breath work. So that was like very, uh, I don't know, like very energizing. I feel like yeah. I got like a lot. And then I was like in Malibu, which is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so we, we, we did a lot of like fun outdoor stuff. So I'm glad, I'm glad I, I went there. Um, and then I, I, um, over there in California, there's a, a company called deep and fitness. So they do a lot of like the, uh, underwater training. Yeah. So I, I like the whole, after the retreat, no, actually the, before the retreat, I did like three or four sessions with them. Yeah. And I just fell in love with it because he's so focused on breathing because there's no way you kind of breathe under the water. <laughs> yeah. So it, it keeps you focused, keep you, keep you focused and, and be present. Yep. You kind of think if you're holding your breath, 
you know, you cannot think about like, oh, I, I need to pay like a hundred bills or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you're just trying to survive. <laughs> yeah. So, so I started like learning these different methods and trying to like put it on 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 the one roof. Yeah. And and when I came back to Orlando, I was like, well, let's do it. You know, I want to like, uh, we connect people more to nature and all these mm. different strategies. That's what it does. You know, you're supposed to fire heat. You know the cold water, um, which is, is still like part of nature, you know, uh, the oxygen or, or your breathing, you know, everything is, is, is nature. And I, I feel like being back to nature, um, you know, it, it'll help. I mean, and is there, there's research on it that it would like decrease a lot of like chronic mental health disorders that are going on. Absolutely. You know, if you can put like somebody in a better mental state, it'll change their, 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 phys they can address better their physical state. Yeah. You know, um, um, I, I did actually, I, I went to another retreat, um, uh, in Mexico in, uh, in October, mm -hmm. so I, I did a second one. Um, I, I felt like after three months of the Peru one, um, my anxiety was kind of like triggering again. Mm-hmm uh it was you know like it was getting again you know like not as much as before but i can feel it it was yeah. kind of like flaring up a little bit yeah um and i found this company it's called heroic hearts project it's a non-profit for veterans nice. so they they take veterans to this type of treatment yep um and and that was like uh, one of like it was scary but it was like one of like the most powerful ones that i mean that it was different. I don't want to see one was better than the other, but like the uh, first one, I felt it was more closer with my mother. Yeah. And this last one, it was more like closer with my father. Mm. And then uh, I did, and this one, I did three ceremonies and, you know, like the, the first one uh, that I'm going to just give you like, I know we're like a long time into it. I'm just going to give you the, the highlights. Yeah. But like, but the first one, this one was like kind of like outdoors. Yeah. Um, kind of like in jung jungle. Really? It, it was like the beach, but it was like jungly where like, yeah, a little bit inside the, uh, after the beach. Yeah. Um, and on the first one, there's a point that I'm laying down, I'm looking at the sky and I feel like I'm getting closer to the sky. And <laughs> And yeah, and then I asked the question, will I be able to see God? And I asked that question, and five seconds later, it got windy, so I could hear like all the trees, like, you know, um, and then the wave started crashing very hard. Wow. And, some, and something told me, this is me. Whoa. Yeah. So that was like on the first, the highlight of the, like the first day. Wow. And then the second day, um, uh, the, 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 the second day, it was like a lot of stuff, a lot of like good stuff. I like, I spoke with my father. I spoke with my grandfather, uh, which they're both, they passed away a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I had a like conversation with them, but the most impactful thing it was, I saw, the i i play with my daughter she, so from since she was born and i saw her all the way until she got married 
and I don't have a daughter yet. Dude, that's so crazy because my wife's been meditating a ton and she's been having one with me and her and, and a son in her wow. meditations. Yeah. And and like yeah. and she sees me holding his hand and walking on a beach. And like wow. it's very vivid for her. So yeah. that's that's really interesting yeah. that, that you both are seeing that. That's really cool. Yeah, it was amazing because I was like even I was like talking to I was physically talking to her. Like I had it in my hand, I was like playing with her. Yeah. Um uh, and uh yeah because before that i felt like a hand went through me like inside of me yeah and put and planted the seed of my daughter Whoa. inside of me oh yeah and 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 then yeah i saw that that whole journey of me like being with her um that was like very very uh you know like impactful for me yeah and then like the third the third um the third day the third ceremony was the hardest and the scariest thing of my life. So oh, that I can't one wait was, to hear this. It was good. It was good, but it was, but it was scary. So, so I like, like, you know, normal, I take the medicine, uh, this, this time, like in this retreat, uh, it was different the way I started feeling the, the medicine. Um, and so I just lay down and, um i don't remember how it started um but there was like one point so i'm i'm looking towards my feet i'm laying on my side i'm lo looking towards my feet and there's like some bushes and 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 plants and stuff and i see i saw i see like a black tunnel and on the center of the tunnel there's like a like a light bulb yeah which it's on yeah so i'm i'm trying to see what it is so I'm kind of like inclining my head, like just to like take a peek and see what it is. But it, but whatever it was inside of that, it felt like evil. Mm. And and then the the shaman he started playing music. Yeah. And I kind of like heard the music starting playing, but uh, low frequency noise took over that the music, and I I can only hear like a not a bass, but it was like maybe like a vibration noise. Mm. Uh, and it, it got very loud and it was like, like it felt evil. Mm. And that tunnel that I was like looking at, it started going in spirals. It was like turn around Whoa. And, it, and it was sucking me in. <laughs> and it, obviously it's not physically, it's like spiritually. Yeah. Because yeah. my body's still there, you know, like. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I never like felt that type of fear before and then with my face i started like looking for help because i couldn't talk so i'm like just looking around like to see who can help me like yeah. reaches i was reaching with my face for someone yeah and at a point the the shaman assistant passes by and i felt like a relief a relief and then after a while i'm like oh whew, i'm safe you know <laughs> uh and then after a, a couple minutes or seconds, it started. I started listening to the, the noise again, and same thing. I feel it sucking me in. Whoa! And and I'm looking, and I look to a direction where one of the two of the staff, they're both females. They they were like dressed in white, and for some reason, both of them stand up at the same time, and I felt that was like angels, oh. and, and and I felt like a relief again. Like oh, okay, I'm I'm good. You know, I'm I'm here. Um, so at that point, 
um, I, I feel like I needed to like go to the bathroom. I needed to pee. Yeah. And um, I took, I called one of the the staff, one of the the male facilitators, and I, I call him, and I'm like, and he's like, what? And I'm like, well, I needed to go to the bathroom. It's like, all right, uh, stand up, and I'll help you, cause you know, like you're kind of like DC, you know, whatever violence. Yeah. When he tried to grab me to stand up, I, I didn't have no strength. I had like zero strength. And he's like, what happened? I'm like, I cannot get up. He's like, all right, uh, stay down and just take take a minute, you know. So I'm there. I'm like, uh, I'm like, I don't know. I'm weak. I cannot like do nothing. Wow. Like, can, can you like uh, crawl? I'm like, I can try. So I try to crawl and no, I, I fell. I was like, no, cow, I can't. Man. Like, yeah. And then one of the females staff, she comes by uh, and she's like, can you drag yourself on the floor? It's like, uh, let me try. So I drag myself like maybe three feet. Yeah. But then I'm like, I'm, I'm, I can't, I can't move anymore. It's like, all right, no worries. Just stay there. So after, I don't know, maybe two minutes, I regained like 30% of the strength. So between two guys, they stood me up and then helped me out. When I get to the bathroom, um, I, 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 I don't feel like that I need to pee no more. So he's like, I'm like, just give me a minute. I'm gonna just gonna sit down the toilet because I feel like tired. Yeah. And so at that point, uh, I I start I started like battling with a lot of like bad energies that I have. That's the way I can describe it. I don't know what yeah. it was. Yeah. But I, I started battle with with like uh, I don't know bad energies or I don't know what it was. But I started like screaming. I started punching the wall. I started bumping my head with the wall, like sideways, forward. Whoa. I was yeah, I was grabbing the guys and pulling them. Uh, and, and I wasn't controlling none of this. You know, I was like, it just was coming out like that. Yeah. Um, so I had like three guys that were with me the whole time in the bathroom. And and one of the guys, uh, he's trying to, uh, he, he stood in front of me. So I was like hitting him with my head in his stomach so I don't bump, you know, I don't hurt myself with the, the wall. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, I'm, I'm just going through all that and I'm screaming, punching. Um, and at one point, the one of the guys next to me, he's like, uh, um, do things with love, not with anger. And he started saying stuff like that. Um, mm. And at that moment, I feel like he was installing a new software in my brain that I never ha had before from a man. Wow. Cause I wow. never, that, I never got that message from a man. Yeah. So he he was saying like a lot of affirmations and I don't remember like a lot of them, but I yeah. know like everything that was saying, it was kind of like installing in my brain. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then, um, and then sometimes I, I was getting, it was like, um, uh, I there was I was fighting different stuff, and I could feel what I was fighting, and I will be I'll say what I was fighting, but it was just coming out. So for example, like at that time, so he's saying stuff, and I feel like he was giving me emotional control, because I never I never like had that like mm. um, like if I get like uh, you know like for for example now I see my my nephews when they get like. Uh, you know, they give him a spank or whatever. They start crying. Uh, after a couple minutes, my sister will hold them and hug them. 
just so they can release the emotion and they don't hold to hold on to it mm-hmm. you know yeah so that's like 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 uh learning how to release the emotion i never got that like i'll be like crying they'll slam me again and i'll keep crying you know mm. so i so i never like learn how to like release the the, emo- the the emotion yeah you know so i i have i had like a lot of like kind of like anger issues also like throughout my life or or, or holding through emotions especially yeah. negative ones for a long time yeah um so when when he was saying all that stuff i felt like he was giving me like emotional control wow um and then uh i i i'll, I'll relax for a little bit and then my i'll just get aggressive again and I'll try to punch and they have to like hold my hands down. Um, and then at one point I, uh, I, 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 I say like, uh, uh, I, I could not see it, but I could sense what I was like fighting. So I was fighting like pornography. Mm. And when I sense that I'll get more aggressive because I don't know, like maybe that trying to leave my body it was like making me aggressive because he didn't want to like release my body. That's wow. what I think. I'm not sure if it was that. Yeah. But that's what I, I that's what I think what was happening, you know, yeah. trying not to let go, you know, or my ego trying not to, you know, you know, release my release ego. Control. Yeah. 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 Um, and then there was another point I was like fighting masturbation. So same thing. I'll get like very aggressive and, uh, and I, I was fighting that uh i was fighting uh the need for money but mm. not but money in a, in a way that uh, sometimes i feel like i i lack money and i get overwhelmed you know um so i was like fighting that um and then uh but also gustav was coming in because i was saying like i was saying like uh at one point i i started saying god is my father god is my father and i repeat that like 20 times uh another another point I, I took my my wedding ring, and I started kissing it, and I was saying, "I love my wife. I love my wife." Mm. So, so good stuff was coming in, and bad stuff was co- coming up. Wow. Um. Uh, and and then there was a point that I'm like so exhausted. Imagine you yeah, you being like an hour and a half doing squats. <laughs> you know, right? You know, yeah. you know, the tense and punching and yeah. And I and I ask him like, "What time it is?" And he's like, "We've been here for like an hour, like an hour." an hour, 15 minutes. At that point, I thought I'd been there for like seven or eight hours because <laughs> I was like fighting so much for all that period that I thought yeah. the sun was coming up already. Wow. Um, and then they took me out. Uh, were they like they, mad at you for doing this or were they just there helping? No, no, because they know you can, the medicine can make you do stuff like, because yeah. remember like, so the medicine will give you what you need, not what you want yeah and you might not know what you need so it, it can show up different from everybody so they wow. they they know it's not you like it's the medicines make you do that you know yeah. there's people that are gonna cry they're just gonna scream you know they're gonna get aggressive so yeah they they don't know that obviously they're gonna like watch you because like you can hurt yourself or hurt somebody else right um but you know they know like they, they've been trained for a lot of years with this yeah no so, that's I, cool i was just curious if like yeah that's that's interesting that's that's cool it sounds like they were good at what they're doing yeah um yeah they be yeah i'm not the first one they do like doing this stuff yeah um and then like at one point they took me out they're like Let, let's get you some fresh air 
So they they took me out to like a hallway, and I'm I'm like in my in my fours, you know, like in my knees and elbows, and they brought some water to like drip on me. And at that time, I think I think I went not fall asleep, but I was having like kind of like not a vision or dreaming or something. But I saw myself at that point. I, I started pan panicking a little bit. I was getting very fearful, mm -hmm. and I never felt that type of fear. Because at that point, I, I thought my brain was damaged by the medicine. Mm. So so it was kind of like maybe a psych psychotic attack or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I started telling them, like, because I saw myself in a psychiatric room. Oh, shit. And, and, and I felt like I was going to end up, my life, I was going to end up like that. And I, and I could, like, feel, I see my nephews. And I was like, well, I'm not going to be able to enjoy my nephews anymore. Cause they're just gonna see me like just laying down, going going crazy. Yeah. Uh, and some at that moment, some some something told me to grab a gun and shoot myself. And uh, yeah, it, it was like very dark uh, that that day. Like the the, journey, the ceremony was very dark for me. Yeah. And and I started telling the guy like like I'm scared. Like I told him, I think that the like the medicine damaged my brain, and he, he they had to tuck tuck me down. You know, yeah. like like yeah. No, like you're this is part of it. You know, like. You're not that aggressive like you were before. The the medicine is wearing off. Uh, just give it a couple of like hours. You're gonna be okay. But then I, I, you know, you lose sense of time. So you think you're stuck in that place forever. forever. Yeah. Um. So I kept saying that. Oh, I'm scared. Like, oh my god. Like, I, I'm not gonna be able to see my family anymore. Just saying stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Because it feels like very it's real. real. At the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It feels that's your reality right then. Yeah. 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 And and then um. Yeah, then I was like like that for I don't know maybe another hour, and then they took me back to the to the bed where everybody was laying down, and I was like more relaxed, you know. It was wearing the medicine was like you know wearing off, but then I I had like the same, every like a little bit like fear. So I called one guy. I'm like, like I'm scared. Don't leave me alone. Like and he's like, don't worry, I'm gonna stay here with you. Wow. Then I had another vision that told me go to your room and jump out, out of the bar balcony. Oh, yeah. So like it, it was like very, I, I was it was very dark. I, I felt like uh, I don't know if you know the story when when Jesus was in the desert that the devil like like uh, tempted him. Yep. Like he was like, if you're the son of God, just like jump out of the cliff or whatever. Mm. So I, I I feel like that like it was like maybe the last resort. He was trying to like see that he can get something out of me. Yeah. Um. Dude, and wild. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, that was like the last night. It was like very, like it was very dark. But I feel like maybe it was something that I needed to see. Oh, for uh, sure, dude. I mean, think know, about how long you've been struggling with with dark feelings and not feeling right, you know. And then it's like it was all coming to a head right there. It's like you yeah. know, you're trying to break and, free and it's trying to hold on to you, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's why, like, people like they they want to do it. They got to be like careful, like. Yeah. why they do it and with the people they do it because they yeah. have the the right guidance it can make you know it, it can break they can create a, a safe space to whatever yeah. happens to you um and then yeah so that was my last one and from there like is is you know same thing like uh you know i'm i'm doing better like uh i found like this connection with with nature like right now um it might sound like woo woo still like but like i get like animals appear to me 
for for like like I have like animals or or insects or whatever just appear yeah. to me, but I feel like in specific occasions they're there for a reason. It's not Dude, like randomly you, you see any cat. I have owls that follow me. Like at our old house, there's two owls, and they would like every time I'm outside, they would be out there. And now we just moved to Scottsdale, like 30 minutes away. And the other night, I woke up to owls hooting, and it's just like for some reason, owls are always finding me at night. But yeah. I totally can relate to that. Yeah, and, and then I, I started when that happened because I, I bought a, a a pickup truck in November, mm -hmm. and I, I went to a dealership. Uh, it was a Monday. And before I got there, I, I made a prayer to God. You know, I was like, hey, God, you know, like, manifest yourself uh, and help me choose this car. So, you know, like, whatever car you have for me, just let me know. And, you know, you know, I, I want a car that I can help my family and that is going to also help my business. You know, I something yeah. like along those lines. Yeah. So that day, the car that, that the pickup truck that, that I saw, it, it wasn't like uh, we, when it didn't work out with the pricing and stuff. Then next day, I, I see one. I saw one. I was like, all right, let's try this one. The sales guy, uh, he's like, just take the key and just drive it. Just come back, you know, like whatever. Yeah. When I'm on my way back to the leadership, a grasshopper out of nowhere just landed on the windshield. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm not in like I'm not in a ranch or, you know, like a you know, on a farm or something. So yeah. where is this coming from? Like in the main road of, of the, 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 you know, this town. Yeah. Um, so I, I felt like it, it was like a sign. Uh, and then from there, you know, I have like other occasions that like birds or, you know, a different animal just appeared to me. And then I kind of like Google, like, like, uh, like spiritual meaning of this animal. Yeah. And then you read the, like a description, a lot of things, resonate with yeah. what i'm going through at that moment sure that's so, cool like, like the other day i found a tree um uh, near where i live and i just sat down i took my socks off my shoes and socks off to ground up for a little bit yeah and i put my airpods and i'm meditating and um i i feel something crawling on my leg and i'm like um what so it's distracting me from my meditation yeah i'm like yeah. uh like what is this so when i look it was a cater caterpillar and then i grab it he was like and then i put it on the ground and then he just came back and called me like in my leg again so I was like uh oh, maybe he's trying to say something or That's, i don't know yeah i mean you're gonna get you're gonna be a butterfly soon dude yeah so <laughs> yeah so um you know like I, I feel like uh like uh you know it's I'm in a place right now, like now I can see the light at the other side of the tunnel, you know, and, it, and, and, and I feel like, like stuff that before was like maybe meaningless, mm. like, like flowers, plants, insects, or, you know, birds, whatever that yeah. like now it's like, just, they just made me happy. You know, I love that, bro. Yeah. Dude. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for taking us on this journey with you, dude. I, I, this has been so, such a cool conversation. And I, I, I just keep getting, bringing back to like, man, you were so relentless to find what worked for you. And uh, I'm grateful that you are. And and now all the work that you're doing, like you're going to pass that on to the people you're working with. You're going to pass it on to your family. And I, dude, I, honestly, like courageous, like just to like, you know, do this event and I, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do, I mean, it takes courage to like get out of your comfort zone and to do all these different things to 
find what's working for you, man. And I just honor you for that, dude. And um, I can't believe we've been talking for two hours. Like that's crazy. Yeah. It feels yeah. like we just, we just got on, but like, <laughs> Dude, I just um, thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing like your story, man. And I I know everyone here is going to get so much from you. And if you can just share where people can follow you and, you know, what your business name is. And when when this releases, I'll tag you. And um, I want to get out there and do an event with you, man, and hop in the cold and yeah. in the sauna. And it, it'd be good to connect again. So um, share share where people can find you and and um, and what, what your business name is and where they can find that, too. Yeah, so my business name is Primeval. It's spelled Prime, mm -hmm. uh, P R I M E V A L, Primeval, mm. Human Performance. Um, so the Instagram is just the same thing at yep. Primeval Human Performance. And I'll tag that uh, when the when this releases. And then the web the website is PrimevalHP.com. Heck yeah, man. yeah. And uh, I, I feel like uh, you know the first the first step to everything it's awareness like uh because it's very hard to somebody if you're not aware to know that you got something to fix yeah you know so yeah so if if you know if you feel and i'm saying you but it's like anybody that's listening yeah if you feel like there's something off like uh the way you communicate with your family or at work or something or mm. I don't know, like feelings, inner feelings that you might have that you say, like, why am I upset? Why do I get upset so easily? Or, you know, whatever the case may be, uh, just start digging, like, why, what is causing you? And then yeah. um, if you get like mental health, uh, going through mental health issues, then that might be the spark of like something more in depth going on that you just got to learn. And it's going to take a, a long time because I've been like already like, in this journey like looking for what what's wrong with me for like mm. eight or nine years uh but eventually i think like um i saw a video of mike tyson that he was saying like uh like when you hit like the best thing is to hit rock bottom because the way up is there's the beauty that's the, the beauty of it when yeah. you way up yeah and i was able to relate to that video because i'm like enjoying it like right now like i'm like holy shit like <laughs> all, 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 like when i look back it's like i kind of believe everything that i done and and yeah. every every little things like like you know like the mess retreat uh with johnny and everything yeah. like like it got me one more step closer you know like like i don't know maybe maybe the purpose for me over there was like to hear about the ayahuasca Mm. And I don't know, maybe connect with you, get to know you so we I can share my story now. Yeah. You know? And then, I mean, I'm happy, like, this story can, like, help other uh, men or, or, or whoever listens to it, you know, like, I feel like I accomplished my oh, purpose on earth. I know it will help other people, man. Yeah. So just, like, yeah. Like, 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 actually, like, last, like, three days ago, I made, uh, on my personal Instagram, I uploaded, like, a... Uh, real of my some photos of my retreat in Mexico yeah and I was like I'm not sure if I should share this because it's more like a little more personal yeah and, and, I, and, I, and I was like I'm like it's my story so like I, I don't I don't care you know like it's my truth so I'm yeah. just gonna share it Hell and yeah. later like a couple of hours later a college friend reached out to me because he's going through some stuff and he heard about ayahuasca and so I was like, hey, let's talk on the phone. So we talked about like almost two hours. And 
I open up myself sharing my story, you know, like I did right now. Mm-hmm. And that made him open up for the first time because he told me I haven't told anybody about this. Mm. But he was he was able to like release just by telling me. I love that. Uh, man. So I was like, well, at least just for uploading that video, I I made one some somebody open up and release, you know. That's powerful. Your emotions. So yeah. yeah. Keep keep getting out there and sharing your message, brother. It's really powerful, man. And I love what you're up to, dude. And I honor you for for the work you're doing, man. 